I'm Pastor Michael Ansman, and this is the podcast for Zion Stone United Church of Christ. I'd like to welcome you and to thank you for listening to our Sunday morning sermons. I hope that they're a blessing to you in your walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's what we have for today. Morning, everyone. When I started here at the church, I've been here for almost four years now, this February, uh, I began a tradition by preaching St. John Chrysostom's Paschal, or his, his Easter sermon for our early morning sunrise service. And I realized as I was preparing for this that during Christmas time, I would read and quote chunks and post massive chunks of his Christmas sermon in my sermons. So I thought what an amazing thing it would be to the day at, well, as part of our Easter service, service to preach his Paschal homily and as part of our Christmas service, uh, our, our post-Christmas service to preach his nativity sermon. And Chrysostom, it's not actually a, an, a proper name. Like his name is John, but Chrysostom means uh, golden mouth or golden throat. And when you see ancient pictures of him, he's often seen st- like standing or sitting reading the Bible and they usually paint the Apostle Paul like doing this, whispering into his ear. This is because he was considered to be one of the most excellent uh, theologians and, and his insights into scripture were extraordinary and also the excellence of his preaching. So that's how he got that, that name. And so I pray today that his words continue to echo through the millennia and enkindle the flame of the newborn Christ in all of us. With that said, let us begin this morning. I thought it's appropriate, especially given the readings that we heard, and also the psalm about praising the Lord, all of creation and the heavenly bodies. Behold, a new and wondrous mystery. My ears resound to the shepherd's song, piping no soft melody, but chanting full forth a heavenly hymn. The angels sing, the archangels blend their voice in harmony. The cherubim hymn their joyful praise. The seraphim exalt his glory. All join to praise this holy feast. Beholding the Godhead here on earth and man in heaven. He who is above, now for our redemption, dwells here below. And he that was lowly is by divine mercy raised. Bethlehem this day resembles heaven. Hearing from the stars the singing of angelic voices and in place of the sun enfolds within itself on every side the sun of justice. And ask not how, for where God wills, the order of nature yields. For he willed, he had the power, he descended, he redeemed, all things yielded in obedience to God. This day he who is, is born. And he who is becomes what he was not. For when he was God, he became man. Yet not departing from the Godhead that is his, nor yet by any loss of divinity became he man, nor through increase became he God from man, but being the word, he became flesh. His nature remaining unchanged. And so the kings have come, and they have seen the heavenly They have seen the heavenly king that has come upon the earth. 
not bringing with him angels, nor archangels, nor thrones, nor dominations, nor powers, nor principalities, but treading a new and solitary path. He has come forth from a spotless womb. Since this heavenly birth cannot be described, neither does his coming among us in these days permit too curious scrutiny. Though I know that a virgin this day gave birth, and I believe that God was begotten before all time, yet the manner of this generation I have learned to venerate in silence. And I accept that this is not to be probed too curiously with wordy speech. There are a lot of people who should read and hear this, <laughs> that particular part. For with God we look not for the order of nature, but we rest our faith in the power of him who works. What shall I say to you? What shall I tell you? I behold a mother who has brought forth. I see a child come to this life by birth. The manner of his conception I cannot comprehend. Nature here rested while the will of God labored. O oh, ineffable grace, the only begotten who is before all ages, who cannot be touched or be perceived, who is simple without body, has now put on my body that is visible and liable to corruption. For what reason? That coming among us he may teach us, and teaching lead us by the hand to the things that men cannot see. For since men believe that the eyes are more trustworthy than the ears, they doubt of that which they do not see. And so he has deigned to show himself in bodily presence that he may remove all doubt. Christ, finding the holy body and soul of the virgin, builds for himself a living temple. And as he had willed, formed there a man from the virgin, and putting him on this day came forth, unashamed of the lowliness of of our nature. For it was to him no lowering to put on what he himself had made. Let that handiwork be forever glorified, which became the cloak of its own creator. For as in the first creation of flesh, man could not be made before the clay had come into his hand, so neither could this corruptible body be glorified until it had first become the garment of its maker. What shall I say, and how shall I describe this birth to you? For this wonder fills me with astonishment. The Ancient of Days has become an infant. He who sits upon the sublime and heavenly throne now lies in a manger. And he who cannot be touched, who is simple, without complexity, and incorporeal, now lies subject to the hands of men. He who has broken the bonds of sinners is now bound by an infant's bands. But he has decreed that ignominy shall become honor. Infamy will be clothed with glory and total humiliation the measure of his goodness. For this he assumed my body that I may become capable of his word. Taking my flesh, he gives me his spirit. And so he bestowing and I receiving. He prepares for me the treasure of life he takes my flesh to sanctify me. He gives me his spirit that he may save me. Come then, let us observe the feast. 
Truly wondrous is the whole chronicle of the nativity. For this day, the ancient slavery is ended, the devil confounded, the demons take to flight, the power of death is broken, paradise is unlocked, the curse is taken away, sin is removed from us, error driven out, truth has been brought back, the speech of kindliness diffused and spreads on every side, a heavenly way of life has been implanted on the earth. Angels communicate with men without fear, and men now hold speech with angels. Why is this? Because God is now on earth and a man in heaven. On every side, all things co-mingle. He became flesh. He did not become God. He was God. Wherefore, he became flesh, so that he whom heaven did not contain, a manger would this day receive. He was placed in a manger so that he, by whom all things are nourished, may receive an infant's food from his virgin mother. So the father of all ages, as an infant at the breast, nestles in the virginal arms, that the Magi may more easily see him. Since this day, the Magi too have come and made a beginning of withstanding tyranny, and the heavens give glory as the Lord is revealed by a star. To him then, who out of confusion has wrought a clear path to Christ and to the Father and to the Holy Spirit, we offer all praise now and forever. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. This is Pastor Mike Lansman, and if you have any questions about anything you heard or would like some more information about our church, feel free to email me, malansman at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Zion's Stone UCC, or our website, zionstoneucc.com. We have a GoFundMe set up as well for some repairs that we need, gofundme.com slash UCC. As we continue to navigate the fallout from the coronavirus, I'd like to thank everyone for their continued generosity. It always amazes me how generous you've been. And I pray that the blessings of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit would be with you and would keep you. Amen.